0: Ideas are everywhere. Welcome to Lessons Learned in Marketing, the Phoenix Group Podcast. I'm your host, David Bellarief. On today's show, the LinkedIn expert, and I do mean the LinkedIn expert, Vivica Von Rosen, author of a couple of books on LinkedIn, as well as an expert, a contributing expert to LinkedIn's official uh, sales and marketing blogs. She's often called to contribute to Fast Company, Forbes, and Entrepreneur on LinkedIn. And today, she's sharing with us tools, and strategies to succeed on LinkedIn. How are you?
1: I am good. How are you doing?
0: I'm very good. You know, we connected, it was so many years ago, I'm sure uh, (laughs) you'd never remember. But it was at, and I was trying to think of what conference it was at, and you gave a talk, and then there was, I believe, a workshop afterwards. Anyway, you never know,
1: long lead time, but hey. Yeah, yeah. well,
0: I've followed you ever since because I uh, I just super admire the the work you do and and uh, how smart you are with LinkedIn.
1: Oh hey, well, thank you.
0: <laughs> yeah, now that the buttering up's done.
1: Right. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Now to yeah. business. <laughs>
0: yeah. So what what's new on LinkedIn?
1: Yeah, um, what's not new on LinkedIn, right? So, <laughs> you know, LinkedIn's always always making little changes. Um, so whether it's it's to the whether it's to the the profile or to the content sharing, um, but I think the latest the latest thing that I've been most aware of is the ability to upload documents, which normally I'd say like big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, except for LinkedIn's, like really giving it a lot of of juice in the algorithm. So, um, especially when you upload PowerPoint. So, not sharing a slide share link because why would we ever, you know, use an actual LinkedIn-owned company like yeah. SlideShare? But <laughs> but actually uploading a PowerPoint. Um, my last one that I shared got over a hundred thousand views. Wow. So I know, which is I think the most I've ever received to date. So it's um. That's, that's a big one on LinkedIn right now is just as far as like sharing a post. So is that
0: part of the, is that part of the pages update or is that um, something completely separate?
1: No, that's just on your personal profile. Oh, okay. Um, Although you could do it on pages too. So I haven't seen quite the, quite the, the, of course I've got more followers on my personal account than on my company pages. But um, yeah, no, I've definitely seen a lot more juice on sharing a document in a post on my personal profile. But yeah, pages has a whole lot of changes as well, of course.
0: So before we get there, is it PowerPoint specifically? Or um,
1: keynote, keynote or PowerPoint, or, mm-hmm. or quite frankly, um, a multiple page PDF works as well. Yeah,
0: and I wonder—is that um, LinkedIn just wanting us to be more, or wanting us to get more content out? Or
1: I think that's—I think it's LinkedIn has a new toy, and and it wants us (laughs) to play with it. (laughs) I really do. I've noticed that with you know when they came out with native video, people who shot native video got you know crazy, crazy views compared to just sharing an update. And even back in the day when LinkedIn cared about publisher. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's blog post feature. Um, it, you know, when it first came out, it gave, uh, people who, who shared those, those articles, um, a lot of juice and of course not anymore, anymore, you know, it's, yeah. I think LinkedIn's forgotten they have that, that, that feature, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it gets no activity whatsoever, but, um. But yeah, I think part of it is like, hey, we've got this new toy, y'all should play with it. <laughs> and we'll reward you for it if you do. <laughs>
0: that's a that's a great tip if um if LinkedIn comes out with new stuff, then they definitely yeah. want to boost it up their algorithm.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like when LinkedIn came out with kudos. Um and there's they still do pretty well, but kudos is the, the ability to to give a little um public update saying, you know, hey, great job, congratulations, great teamwork, you know. And and you do it from the individual's profile um, mainly on, on the app. Um, but it's, you know, when, so when kudos first came out, it was also a big like, (laughs) woohoo. And, and it's, it's dropped a little bit, but yeah, anytime there's a a new, (laughs) LinkedIn has a new toy, you should play with it. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. No kidding. So I have this, I have a love hate relationship with LinkedIn and maybe it's because there's so much there that I'm always a little bit unsure of how, how best to use it? What, yeah, what really draws you to that platform?
1: Yeah, I think it's, I think it's an honest platform, and what I mean by that is, you know, on Facebook it's so pay to play, yeah, and it's so, and then you have to be a, a genius in order to figure out Facebook ads. I think, um, <laughs> whereas with LinkedIn, uh, it's still pretty. Transparent and honest. Yes, it will give more algorithm to um, to a new toy, but it also um, doesn't really force you to to buy ads like we've done. Our company pretty much doesn't buy Facebook ads or Facebook LinkedIn ads at all um, because we don't need to because the the, the timeline itself is still. Um, honest enough that we, that we don't have to, it's not, it really isn't pay to play. So that's, that's one of the reasons I like it.
0: And by honest, by honest, you mean that sort of it, if, if, if you're getting feedback, it will, it will grow or it'll.
1: Yeah. If you're doing the right things and you're engaging the right way, you should get a decent amount of visibility and you should be able to continue to, to grow. Yeah. Grow your, grow your engagement. Mm -hmm. Whereas, you know, I feel like on, on Facebook, it, you definitely have to pay to play, especially in anything business related. Now, groups are a little—Facebook groups are a little bit different, but mm-hmm. on your general timeline, your company page timeline on Facebook, it's—you know—good luck getting any engagement on anything you you post over there. Um, whereas with LinkedIn on the timeline, I think, uh, especially as a individual user, you're you're you still have a really really good chance of your audience seeing your content and engaging with it. Mm-hmm. So that's just what I mean by honest. It's yeah. not that, you know, it's not that Facebook lies or anything like that. It's just, it's, you know, you're, you, you really do, you, you are going to have to invest some dollars in a lot of cases to get your business content seen. Right. And, you know, but, but Facebook has to differentiate between personal and business because, you know, everyone does both and on Facebook, whether they're using the pages or their personal profile. There's a lot of Combined shared content, um, both business and personal. Whereas LinkedIn should be focused mainly in, on the business world. It's it's not that you can't add your personal personality and add some personal content as well, but generally on LinkedIn, you're you're, you're sharing business type content with your audience. And so that's another reason I like it is it's already filtered out my audience for me. And especially since I'm in the B2B world, it's really filtered out my audience for me because it's a little bit more skewed to the B2B than to the B2C world. So um, business to business as compared mm-hmm. to the to consumer world, right? So that's another reason I use, I use LinkedIn. Um, and I also find it's just easier to engage with people I don't know, On LinkedIn, whereas on Facebook, you know, my feed is generally um, everyone I know, (laughs) whether it's business or personal, and the people commenting are generally people I know. Because of the security settings that most people set up on Facebook, but on LinkedIn, there's a really good chance that I can go to a colleague or an influencer's post to look at the people engaging on that post and start a conversation with someone engaging on that post, not necessarily even the person who posted in the first place. And in fact, we we closed a a, a six figure deal that was initiated with a comment on another person's comment, which was a third party, we weren't connected to that person, our CEO commented on the person's comment on another person's post, and it started a conversation, which eventually, I mean, it didn't. it's not like they went, okay, here's, here's $100,000, yeah. but it, it did. It started it a lead. conversation,
0: yeah. Exactly. It's the neat thing about uh, LinkedIn. Like, I really love using it for, for networking. And yeah. exactly like you said, where you can, it seems people are approachable or willing to, um, uh, break down any kind of barriers on that yeah. platform. Are, is that the same for companies? Like, are companies, I guess you were just talking <laughs> about. <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's so funny because I literally um, a couple minutes ago was writing someone who, who asked if we could help them build their 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 conversion, their ROI conversion on their company page. And I'm like, well, I could lie and say I can, like, get you more followers, but honestly, company pages, LinkedIn's making strides to make them more engaging and more interesting. Um, but they're far from the uh, they're they're far from being like a Facebook page, which is almost its own entity, right? A Facebook page could do every pretty much everything a personal profile can do on Facebook. Whereas on LinkedIn, you're you're really kind of limited to what you can do with your company page. And they're trying and they're making them better, but they still don't they still don't have that that autonomy mm-hmm. to create relationships like your personal profile does. So essentially, I told the person, I said, you know, listen. yeah, we can, we can make your, your, your Facebook page, or your Facebook, we can make your LinkedIn company page look great. We can, you know, show you the right types of content to share. I'll even give you some ninja tricks around sponsored content and how to get and, and how to get more views or mentions or click throughs. Um, but honestly, you know, the engagement on LinkedIn is all about the personal profile and the engagement of the individual. So, what it comes down to is getting the buy-in from your employees, and usually it's marketing and sales, right? But getting the buy-in from your employees to become advocates for the company and start and start posting for the company and start engaging for the company, um, and that's where you can see monumental uh, ROI and monumental um, conversion is through those. Is when you're you can get your employees to become advocates and become um, and and become disseminators of your content um, and start those conversations. That's where the real power, I think, of LinkedIn is. So it's good to have a company page. If nothing else, it's a content hub that you can say, "Yo, employees, you haven't shared in a while. Go find a post on our company page. You know, comment on it, like it, and then share it out to your audience, and that will explode the visibility." But really, the the business, the money comes from <laughs> conversions. Come from the individuals um, engaging.
0: So when you're when you're talking about posting for the company, you mean I would post uh, on my own feed.
1: Yeah, I would go into the company page. And then from there, I can I can post back to my own feed. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And and now, um, since since you brought it up. um, (laughs) Now, what's kind of cool is one of the ways that LinkedIn is trying to make its company pages more engaging is through hashtags and also um, um, by suggesting content. So first of all, you can make a lot more people, um, admins now without having the, you know, the, the ability to like close down the whole account. So you can have more community managers, which is pretty cool. Um, you can, if enough of your employees are engaging and they're using the right hashtags, um, it'll actually pull that content into the company page stream, which makes it Again, more engaging, um, and as I mentioned before, you can also use a content hub and say, you know, hey employees, you really, you know, need to to get in there and 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 share, you know, share share some of these posts, and and you probably have to. There used to be a share button. I'm noticing that they um, they don't have that anymore. So you have to teach them how to copy the link to the post and then share it in your own profile. But um, but is be- as hmm?
0: is it best to have that? Um, I guess natively post like if if you did a if you did a blog post on your website is it better to repost that natively on your linkedin or having everybody go through and repost it through your company page which seems oh
1: it, it individually most yeah. definitely yeah 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 most definitely individually <laughs> <laughs> yeah t- because i mean the, the company pages god bless them they're just they're still not they're still even if you could get a bunch of people to follow your company page, people just plain aren't engaging with them. Yeah. And, the, and, and if you go to um, like LinkedIn's own company page or Google or Apple, you know, some of the more popular company pages, most of the engagement on there is spam, right? <laughs> so <laughs> so it's, always, it's always better to have the individual, I feel, um, engaging.
0: So I, I was talking to a lady who's a sector expert at LinkedIn, one of the employees, and she yeah. was she was touting the hashtags as well. How
1: Oh yeah, yeah. talk to
0: me about how these are working because I'm clearly not using them right
1: <laughs> yeah, so hashtags you know it's so funny because they were a thing and then they weren't a thing, and then LinkedIn brought them back in a big way. So LinkedIn's using hashtags in two ways. number one, to pull content into your company page. Actually, that's number two. Number one is on your personal profiles, there's there's something called hashtag communities. And now when you use hashtags, LinkedIn will kind of lump together the posts of the people using those hashtags and put them into these different communities. So if you have an interest in content marketing or content for sales or, you know, what whatever it, it is that you have an interest in, you can find that hashtag follow that community and be fed more relevant information. And of course, when you add those hashtags in your own posts, there's a better chance that your post will get pulled into that community and seen by more people. So that's that's pretty powerful. Um, and I've, I've, I suspected for a while that LinkedIn might get rid of groups, but I was wrong. <laughs> However, what you'll also notice is that your groups are now kind of Falling under the same area as the hashtag communities, which are um, on your homepage on the on the left hand side. But yeah, using those hashtags um, can get your content more visibility. In fact, now you can even sort your content um, a little a little more than you used to be able to um, with with just. You know regular LinkedIn content searches, so that's kind of cool. And then, as I mentioned before, with the with the company pages, um, if you're using uh, if you're associating if you are associating, and you can only use three right now, but if you're associating up to three hashtags with your page, um, then your page is able to. Well, first of all, content can get pulled into your page, but then your page is also able to like, comment, and reshare those posts into those different hashtag feeds that I was talking about before. So all of that means, all, all it means is that hashtags make your content more visible and more accessible for engagement. And, and really what it comes down to is just creating these conversations and using LinkedIn to start to create conversations with your prospects.
0: So it's almost like groups, but it's become, uh, the groups have become a little bit more organic in membership because you're basing it on the hashtags rather than... You know, invitations or
1: exactly, exactly. It's, it's just easier. And I think, you know, what happened was everyone sees how powerful hashtags are with Instagram yeah and so they're realizing that you know there there's something to the ease of adding a hashtag to your content and then being able to sort by those hashtags now it doesn't have the functionality yet <laughs> that instagram has as far as hashtags but hey it's getting there it's better um it's it's and and for for folks who are younger and very active on Instagram, um, I think it makes sense. Now, for you know, old people like me, that that like, what is this thing called a hashtag? Right. Why would yeah. I be using right. it? Right. <laughs> it might not be the same. It might have, not have the same effectiveness. But what I am noticing is that a lot of the um, LinkedIn millennial uh, uh, influencers. You know people like uh, michaela alexis and and um oh, I'm totally forgetting her name right now, but she has green hair and she's awesome um, <laughs> but they're they're using uh they're using hashtags um really effectively really effectively and um and the rest of us could learn from that
0: yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, I'll, I'll look into them. You have, you, you know, your, your site and your feed on LinkedIn offers so much, uh, great content and, and you do talk a lot. I'm, uh, in fact, written a book about it, uh, <laughs> just your personal profile and, and how important and, and you have some great tips around that. I have a question about, um, just networking on there. Mm-hmm. Because you'll often, and I'm sure everyone gets this, get these invitations from people with yeah. have no clue who they are. What's
1: exactly. The,
0: <laughs> what's your advice for dealing with this sort of?
1: Thing? Yeah, absolutely. So, and I mean, and this has come to bite me in the rear a couple times but you know the fact is on linkedin and the reason one of the reasons and i like linkedin is you could do a lot of research on someone before you accept their invitation to connect Mm -hmm. so linkedin says only connect people you know but then i would just use my rolodex or my phone right so yeah no
0: then it'd be like facebook it'd just be right
1: it would be like facebook right exactly that's 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 a more up-to-date um (laughs) yeah than a rolodex people like the younger people in the audience are like what's a rolodex um (laughs) But it's it's right next to my dial up phone, right? Yeah. But um, but I, I I have the ability when someone invites me to connect, whether it's on my phone or or on on uh, on the desktop, to to look at them, to look at their profile, and go, hey, is this someone that either I could do business with, or they could do business with me? Are they a prospect, or you know, a potential vendor, or is there a possibility for a strategic relationship? Or is this person like so far out of left field, like why in the world did they reach out to me? Um, so one of the things when someone invites me to connect, I will give their profile at least a, a second glance if they customize the invitation. It doesn't mean I'll necessarily accept it, but at least I'll, I'll, I'll like go through and I'll look at their profile and I'll go, all right, you know, maybe not my buyer persona, but he looks like a nice guy or she looks like a nice woman and what the heck, let's connect. Um, whereas, you know, people who by default, especially with the mobile phone, it's so annoying. It's so unclear as to where you go to personalize your invitations on, on a mobile, um, on a mobile phone. So a lot of people, especially at conference will hit the invite button and then, then, you know, they're like, ah, I didn't customize it. Oh yeah. So, right. So once in a while I will, I will take the time to, to click through maybe if there's enough, if there's, if if there's enough that's interesting in their, in their professional headline, that indicates that they might be a a, a buyer or a prospect. Um, I'll actually click through and check them out. But then there's a lot of people who'll send me an invitation who don't have a picture, forget it. um, Who, you know, have CEO of ABC company, which means nothing to me um, and who haven't customized the invitation. And then I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to immediately accept their invitation to connect. I'll send a message. Well, Okay, I'll be honest, my assistant will send a message (laughs) to them. And I usually use um, one mob and do like a video message, usually, not always. But, um, you know, like, hey, you know, basically, hey, thanks for inviting me to connect, but I don't know who you are or why you want to connect with me. So let me know. And, you know, 5% of the people I send that message to will ever respond. Um, And if they do, and I start a conversation, sure, I'll connect with you. So what it comes down to no short answers, right?
0: <laughs> no, it's a good answer. Oh, good. What it
1: comes down to is like, can I help them in their business? Can they help me in my business? And if they can, then yes, I'll, I'll usually accept. But it's a much better chance of me accepting an invitation if it's customized and personalized.
0: Well, I really like the response idea too of, of because I always feel bad, just ignore and and I have no idea. Okay. Right. <laughs> that was somebody I really should have connected with. I don't know um but just that hey thanks for inviting me and um you know why should we connect or whatever i guess the way yeah, and i'll and, even give them
1: my email address i'll be like hey if you have a question for me or you know you want to contact i'll even give them my email address um and some and some and some resources too but yeah just the but again most people you know i probably showed up in the um you know people you might want to connect with button or i i don't know and i i've even had people go like who are you and why did you invite me to connect or why did you message me? And I'm like, dude, I'm responding to your invitation. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I think there's a lot of folks who get on these lists and a lot of people who, you know, are promising to grow your network and, and they're just shoving names in a list and, and, um, yeah, and then, then these poor people don't even know who they're inviting to connect or why.
0: <laughs> and then on the reverse, uh, great, great advice to, I guess, always customize that invitation if you yeah. are reaching out to somebody to give them a reason to say yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and it, it always, like, take more than a, a, a 10 seconds, like, hey, we have a lot in common, so I thought we'd connect. Like, what do we have in common? Or who do we have in common? (laughs) Or why does the person that we have in common make a difference? Or did you read my article and, you know, comment on it? Or something, right? It drives me nuts to like, hey, it looks like we've got 14 people in common, so we should connect. Well, (laughs) who are those 14 people and why? Because inevitably, the second you do that, you're put on somebody's newsletter list and the next thing you know, they're, they're, they're pitching you. So now I got to go back into LinkedIn. I got to go block them and un unconnect from them and block them and maybe, you know, send them a, a mean little message like, don't put me on your list. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, Vivica, how how do you very often clean up your followers or your links, I guess?
1: I do. And the reason um, for that is because I'm at my limit. So I'm, there's a 30,000 person limit. Oh. On LinkedIn. And so once you've hit that, you can't accept any new connections. So my assistant will go through and, um, and, and, and regularly, um, regularly, uh, clear, clear some folks out. Um, of course, the last time she did that, she removed my husband. So, (laughs) she probably needs to be a little bit more conscientious. (laughs) but yeah, no, I, 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 do. I have to regularly, um, I have to regularly clean out and clear out my, my connections and it's not a bad practice. I mean, if you're binge watching like Mrs. Maisel or something on Netflix, then, you know, just go through there. It's easier to do on your cell phone too. Cause it's a, you know, it's a, it's, it's a Tinder swipe to the left. right? Yeah. So, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> so I hear too. um, uh, from another podcast, Marketing Over Coffee, and Christopher Penn's always talking about yeah. how great video is performing on LinkedIn. Right. Yeah. Are you seeing those kind of results yourself?
1: Oh, for sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. not. I mean, they're not as good as they used to be. When I first started doing video on LinkedIn, um, like when they released it, I was probably getting you know between 60 and 100,000 views per video. Um, now I'll get somewhere around five 6,000, which is still better than the 320 I get on a post, so I'll take it. Um, but yeah, I'm, it's, it's still significantly more like 20, 20 X times better than, than a, just a regular post, um, or sharing a YouTube video. But generally, um, it, you know, it's, it's, it's a little less than it used to be, but totally worth doing. I love, I love video. Oh, I good. love using the native video on LinkedIn. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And that's the best to do Native.
1: Yeah, for sure. If you, and, and we've tested it, right? So, um, and, and, and truly it's it's 100 to 200 times better doing it with a native video than sharing a YouTube link. But um, so what we do, like a common practice at our company is I'll shoot the video. I send it to our editor who adds subtitle, using subtitles. She adds subtitles to it. And then um, we, she sends it back to me to upload natively on LinkedIn. And then she puts it on YouTube for the rest of the, the company to share and, and to amplify because we're, we're, we're big fans of, 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 of employee amplification and advocacy. In fact, we use a couple tools for that, but, um, so that way I can, I can share it natively and get the three, four, five, you know, 6,000 views, whereas the rest of the company will share the YouTube link and get, you know, two or 300 views each, but then we get 50 employees, so mm-hmm.
0: yeah, <laughs> you've got, you
1: know, you got 50 employees doing two or 300 views each, and that that still works pretty well. <laughs>
0: Oh, it's so great to talk to you. So, um, and, and time flies so fast when I'm talking to you. What, what do you have, what would you say just before I uh, wrap up, what would you say is the, the, the little hidden thing on, or any, is there a hidden thing on LinkedIn that you see people not using enough that maybe they should be using?
1: Oh, so many. Uh, <laughs> just, yeah. oh, I'm, yeah. I'm looking at my desktop, like where to where, where to go? Um, you know, I think there, there's a, oh my goodness, there's so many. Um, so, So yeah, if you're using your mobile device, and it's just a nice thing to do anyway, but if you just had a great meeting with a client, or you just um, had a great meeting with another colleague, or you were at an event, and you were inspired, then do use the little kudos, um, the little kudos app, which is if you go to a person's profile, um, and you go down to the more you'll see that the, the opportunity to, to add a kudos, as long as you're a first level connection with them. I think you have to be a first level connection. You might not even have to be a first level connection. So, um, (laughs) but that's, I mean, it's so easy to do. LinkedIn is going to pull up some images that you can use and then you can customize the messaging and it takes like three minutes but it'll make you feel good it'll make them feel good um and it'll get you a lot of visibility and so there's a link that you need to add in there too to drive traffic um as long as it's not skeezy and gross uh, you can absolutely do that too so that's that's a cool little hidden tool on the mobile device another kind of hidden tool on the mobile device is the um is the 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 barcode the uh, QR code um feature so when you're oopsie, when you're in um, when you're just on on LinkedIn in the search bar on the top right hand side, inside the search bar itself, there's like a little tiny grid. And if you click on that it 'll allow you to pull up a little QR code, and so when you 're at a conference or something like that, you could scan each other 's barcodes and connect on LinkedIn really easily um, and oh, so, so
0: you generate your own barcode that 's the my code thing there
1: yeah yeah exactly so so linkedin's going to generate that little code for you, and then you could save it to your photos so you don 't even have to look for it or you don 't even have to have well i guess you would have to have seller or, or or some kind of <laughs> connectivity but you yeah you could save it to your photos you can you can just pull it up and share it with each other um you could even share it as a link and say hey everybody connect with me i wouldn't do that but but you can so that's kind of a nifty little hidden little hidden feature as well that that a lot of people don't like it don't don't know about they'd like it if they knew about it and then the other one also on your mobile phone um, and this one doesn't work quite as well as it did (laughs) when LinkedIn first uh, released it, but on your phone in the little network icon, the two little people at the bottom left-hand side, if you click on Find Nearby, and this really does tend to only work at conferences when people know about it, but if you click on Find Nearby, um, then other people who have the Find Nearby app will show up. And so you can very easily connect with people in the room with you. So this is a great thing to do. Like I said, at a conference, um, especially if you're a speaker or a trainer and it would make sense for your, you know, your employees, if you're teaching training employees or for your audience to connect with each other, like, even if you're not a LinkedIn expert, you could just say, hey, everybody, probably you've got the LinkedIn app. Go ahead and pull it up. Click on the, the little network icon, you know, the two little dudes in the bottom left-hand corner. And in the middle, click on find nearby. Now, I recommend you all connect with each other and continue the conversation. So it's a, it's a really cool way to make, um, to make what's sometimes just a one-off event, last longer right because you're connected to all these people now
0: yeah no that's a great idea especially in a small well maybe big about even a small kind of uh networking event to just uh, yeah yeah
1: take, 15 take people 20 people in the room absolutely
0: oh very cool is linkedin premium worthwhile no <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: now sales navigator is totally worthwhile um but the linkedin premium account it used to be my favorite I mean i it, it had so many cool features and it had additional search tools that you could use and more saved searches and it had really cool features as far as saving connections and um and then LinkedIn got rid of pretty much everything of value in the premium account <laughs> other than I think you get like five saved search alerts instead of three and you get your in mails, which honestly I never use um and you could do get, you do get, I believe, still access to LinkedIn Learning, so maybe it's worth it. But then just pay the twenty-five dollars a month for LinkedIn Learning. Um, but Sales Navigator, which is only twenty dollars more, so premium is fifty-nine, I believe. Sales Nav is seventy-nine. So now you have Sales Navigator, which is only twenty dollars more per month and unlimited searches, um, unlimited. Um, um, search or well 15 search alerts unlimited searches unlimited uh 1500 saved accounts or saved individual leads the ability to keep an eye on your leads and their engagement and what they're doing um the ability to easily send emails out to uh people the, the ability to tag people so that you can keep better track and management of them so huge fan of sales navigator not so much a fan of of linkedin premium
0: Oh, okay, I haven't. I don't even I know why they have it. <laughs> I haven't explored sales. Well, I uh, okay, a true confession. I'm a premium. I have premium, but I use it because it's great for uh, looking for um, potential employees. Like I troll people, and then also can reach out to them with messaging.
1: With messaging, yeah, you you do. So yeah, I mean, you do get more views. I just, for me, the difference. The the $20 difference between premium and sales navigator is just kind of a no brainer. But if you're not, you know, if you don't use sales navigator, you wouldn't know that. So
0: yeah, no, I'll have to check that out. (laughs) Vivica it has been so great talking to you. I'm sure we've touched on maybe one, one thousandth of (laughs) your LinkedIn knowledge. Where can people find out more about you or connect with you?
1: Sure. So if you Google LinkedIn expert, my LinkedIn profile is one of the first things that shows up. Thank you, Google. Um, (laughs) can't pay for that kind of SEO. Um, and please feel free to invite me to connect. Just let me know that we were on this call together or that you were listening to this call and, um, and then I'll be happy to connect with you. Um, you can also find me on my website, uh, V-E-N, v-e-n-g-r-e-s-o dot com just one s not two s's vingresso dot com I'm Vivica at if you want to go old school and send me an email more than happy to do that I'm also a LinkedIn expert on Twitter I'm LinkedIn expert on YouTube I'm LinkedIn expert on Instagram not that I ever use it um, so pretty much you can find me anywhere under and Facebook so you can find me under that moniker pretty much anywhere
0: fantastic and I um, again thanks so much for, for chatting with me today
1: Absolutely. My pleasure. (laughs) Sorry I was a little late. (laughs) Oh, no, no worries at all.